Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Liz Anderson. An update on a major crash under investigation in Northern Virginia. I'm Alicia Abelson. Another section of Duke Street in Alexandria is closing for repairs. I'm Shana Stulen. Back to school shopping is a little cheaper in Maryland this week. I'm Luke Luker. Good to be with you. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Linda Kenyon in Washington. Former President Trump's lawyer says all classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate were turned over to the FBI last spring, but they weren't. To which Loyola Law Professor Jessica Levinson asks... The natural question that comes up is, why not? The FBI last week entered the property with a search warrant and removed several boxes of materials. The type of documents that the lawyers were claiming that they had returned but they had not were those that went to national defense, the highest classified documents. So when it appears that Trump and his lawyers are not being truthful to the Justice Department, that pushes the case towards some suspicion that there might be criminal behavior. A fundraiser for the families of those killed in a house fire in Pennsylvania, now the site of a mass casualty. Tragedy at a local fundraiser aimed at helping family members of another horrible tragedy. A car plowed into a crowd in Berwick, a crowd that had gathered to support victims of last week's fire in Nescopec, which killed 10 people. Mark Hiller of WYU-TV. Author Samuel Rushdie remains hospitalized after being stabbed in western New York. Andrew Copson with Humanists UK calls the attack an assault on free speech. One of the permanently damaging effects of the violence and threats that we saw around the publication of the Satanic Verses was that over time it did actually chill free expression. There were people who might have written who didn't. The worry about violent events like this latest one is that that too will have its effect, that it will silence those who would otherwise have spoken out. A bounty was put on Rushdie's life after in 1989 after he wrote the satanic verses, which some Muslims viewed as blasphemy. Rushdie is recovering, a suspect arrested. Monkeypox vaccines are hard to get in the U.S. and some are turning to Canada for them. This man says there's no picnic there either. It was like four blocks long, so I just turned around and left. Monkeypox previously declared a national and global health emergency. Sticky air near the Gulf Coast where showers and thunderstorms will linger. There will be some rains across South Texas over the next several days, so there is potential for some localized flash flooding. Bob Borovic, a meteorologist with the National Weather Service. New reports of heavy fighting in Ukraine as the war is now in its seventh month. The mayor of Kramastark said at least three people were killed and more than a dozen wounded in the attack. And in the south, a Ukrainian strike damaged the last standing bridge over the Dnipro River, which Russia used to carry supplies into the region. CBS's Adriana Diaz and officials in Egypt say a fire at a Cairo church has killed 41. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. 703, Sunday, August 14th, 2022, 69 degrees, afternoon highs in the 80s. Good morning, I'm Ann Kramer. The top local stories we're following this hour. 
election 2022 here on WTOP. An update to tell you about in the Montgomery County executives race for a Democratic nominee. Here's WTOP's Liz Anderson. Maryland's primary election was nearly a month ago. The results were supposed to be certified on Friday, but that was pushed to the weekend after more than 100 sealed and uncounted provisional ballots were discovered earlier this week. The Montgomery County Board of Elections certified the results Saturday afternoon. Now, challenger David Blair trails by 35 votes to the incumbent Mark Elrich. Blair has said he intends to request a recount. He has 72 hours to do so. Requesting a recount was not allowed until after the results got certified. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Police still trying to piece together what happened before a car crashed into an Irish pub in the courthouse neighborhood of Arlington. WTOP's Alicia Abelson reports on some new details. A rideshare driver was heading up North Courthouse Road when his car ran right into Ireland's four courts on Wilson Boulevard around 645 Friday night. Fifteen people were injured, nine were taken to the hospital, two remain in critical condition and another has serious injuries. The crash caused the building to catch fire, but it was quickly put out. Arlington County Police are still investigating what led to the crash. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Arlington now spoke with Dave Cahill, the longtime manager of the restaurant. He says that three four courts employees were injured Friday night. They have been released from the hospital. A community GoFundMe page meantime has raised more than $30,000 to help repair the pub, which will remain closed for the time being. You can read more right now at WTOP.com. An Oakton woman has been identified as the victim of a motorcycle accident Saturday in Triangle. Prince William County Police say 56-year-old Brooke Shambeck was with a group of motorcyclists just after 1.30 Saturday afternoon when she crossed the yellow line, went off the road, and hit a tree. Shambeck died at a hospital. For those of you who drive in Alexandria, we have some information you want to pay attention to this morning. Part of Duke Street is shutting down again tonight at 11 o'clock. We're talking about westbound Duke Street, I-395, and that closure will stretch till Wednesday. Virginia's Department of Transportation saying that timeline is if the weather cooperates. Eastbound Duke Street was closed for several days starting last Sunday. Now, this is all part of a project to rehabilitate the Duke Bridge over I-395. The bridge was built back in 1965. VDOT says it wants to help extend the life of that bridge and make it it's safer. They're warning drivers heading that way to find other routes because there will be delays. On average, 55,000 vehicles pass through that interchange at Duke Street every day. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. If you're looking to save a little extra dough on some back-to-school shopping, you can at least avoid paying state sales tax on most items this week in Maryland. The state's tax holiday starts today and runs through Saturday. Pairs of shoes and clothes under 100 bucks or less each will have no sales tax added on to them. That includes winter coats, so you may want to think a couple of months ahead. Backpacks, $40 and under, will also see zero sales tax. But if you want to splurge and get a little pricier bag, you won't be charged tax on the first 40 bucks. Online purchases during the week on clothes and shoes are also exempt from the 6% state sales tax. And if you're in D.C., you may want to head to the neighboring state because the district will not have a tax-free weekend this year. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, a spinoff of a very popular TV show show is coming to an end. We'll get some insight from TV Guide's Matt Roush, 707. Here's a highlight from Bill Wright, the Senior Director for North American Government Affairs at Splunk on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. Whatever threats we face, data will really be the primary source for countering it. So the key is finding the right data, having the tools to understand what that data is in fact trying to tell you, and then having the ability to act on it quickly and act on it confidently. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange.
Technology advances like cloud, mobile, and microservices are transforming the public sector to deliver services as efficiently as commercial businesses and do so with a remote workforce. To ensure resiliency and manage enterprise risk better, agencies are encouraged to adopt a new model called Zero Trust that emphasizes continuous monitoring for access validation. Splunk can help agencies.